sing a song about things that make you happy? Just happy and you know something. It's happy and you know and you really want to go. It's just happy and you Maybe later. Okay. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Today is um, April 17th, which is my mom's birthday. So that's really oh. wonderful. And my sister's birthday tomorrow. So that also feels very good. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. I know my mom always says that uh, her birthday was in agony having to birth my sister, but then what a great gift it was the next day. <laughs> 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 my sister's like, oh, sorry. Oh, every year she they say it. Uh, <laughs> you ruined my birthday for a second. Yeah, and then that's I got right. over it. But uh-huh. I will remember how it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, um, every episode we decided that we would start out by asking why we have decided to, um, focus on the light and why the light is important to us. So, um, I'm going to pose that question to you, Lily. Um, what does the light mean to you? Why is it important? However way you want to answer that today. Hmm, um, Well, I think that this call to delight is so important to me and uh, especially even this week um, uh, because uh, in all honesty, I find that it needs to be so intentional sometimes to remember about the things that bring us joy um, and to be so active in having those moments and recognizing them because it is so easy um with everything with things that go on uh you know racial justice social justice wise or or just life wise as a whole um things that can be so difficult to kind of go through that those are it, it hard to sometimes to find things that are delightful and our purpose in life is like how to you know, find, be joyful and it's a right that we have. And sometimes it feels so easily taken away. So I feel that, I feel that as a point of activism um, that, uh, you know, and I think that we had posted last week uh, a little bit earlier about that pleasure activism Mm -hmm. and how important that is to seek pleasure in life because so much of the purpose of white supremacy um, is to make us feel exhausted and to make us feel Mm -hmm. frustrated. sad, tired, uncreative, unable to move forward and and um, defeated. So that intentional seeking to mm-hmm. find pleasure and delight is so important. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, that is definitely um, why I think that this call to delight is so cherished by me, for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, so... Um, I guess maybe I'll go first then, if that works, Yeah. Um, of what I found delightful. Um, but at the same time, yeah. Um, so it's been a really hard week. Uh, you know, actually, even today. So today actually marks the one month of the Atlanta shootings. Mm-hmm. 
so that's a that's really hard um and uh of course earlier in the week um yeah there were also a lot of difficult uh um things uh we heard of the um the death of uh dante wright and as well as adam toledo uh, who were shot and killed by the police um you know both innocent um young children and it's it's just really heartbreaking and um you know it was just i just remembered myself even last week how i um even in january in, in march how hard this whole entire month has been and i had been upset even months before that just with everything that was going on with the anti-asian hate a year year you know the year before this mm -hmm. and um you know on i hadn't been able to do very much like this creativity the creativity within me has been really difficult and you know just the other day on sunday it was i think i was just like um you know even the day after our podcast even of last week but i was like just starting to feel like a little bit of me again like there was a that night on the sunday night um you know steven and i were home and i started i was making food and i had kind of like created some dinner and you know was a bit innovative with it i turned on some music and i was kind of dancing in the kitchen a little bit which is something that i haven't done in so long and i like looked to steven and i said you know I could kind of feel like me again. And that was just so delightful. Like, honestly, mm -hmm. so delightful. I, I was like, and we were kind of, and we danced in the kitchen a bit and, you know, um, we laughed and we even played music. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, he serenaded me to sleep actually that one, that night. It was just so nice. It was so nice. Mm -hmm. I had, I, I feel like, and that day I was like, oh man, I just feel so like me again. And then like two days later, uh, the shooting of Dante Wright, and and then of course again after that so shortly, um, Adam Toledo, and then just at the same time during the uh, the Derek Chauvin trial. This is all happening mm -hmm. right now, mm -hmm. and then we heard of the the shooting in Indianapolis, oh and mm -hmm. it just it just keeps piling on. And I had been it. I hate to think that the delight that I'm talking about happened just on Sunday and mm -hmm. like of last week. So that's like seven days ago or six and a half days ago. And like, mm -hmm. that's the last, like I can truly remember that I felt that delight and mm -hmm. how important it is to really be thinking about how all the time you feel like you're going, okay, I'm going to do this uphill climb. I'm going to get delightful. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm going to be delighted. I will be one day delighted. And then one day you go, I feel delight. And then you're like, <laughs> where did it go? And it's constantly a freaking uphill climb. Like it's seriously mm -hmm. such a strive to get there. Yeah. Only for me to just feel like this is just like, boom, right down back. I, I don't know where I'm even at. I think the hole is still, I'm still falling down it. Yeah. Um, and I have to find a way to like grasp on somewhere so that I can climb my way back up. So I, I'll be honest, there's, there's, um, you know, when I was thinking about what am I going to ask about today or talk about today, I was thinking about something simple like, oh, you know, I was playing with, uh, you know, our potential jingle for this, this, uh, 
this podcast that felt good but it 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 really is grasping for like little things Mm -hmm. that feel like oh that was okay because it's so I'm so unsure right now Mm -hmm. and so that's where I'm at and I'll kind of yeah I'll stop there I think but So six and a half days ago, about like 18 hours after we had our last call to delight, was the last time I had that delight, and it felt good. And now I, I'll hopefully I'll find one next week. So uh, that's where I'm at. (laughs) So well, that's real. That's like (laughs) that's like the reality right now, where everyone is. Just, I think everyone's having a hard time, and we're all trying to like tread water and figure out what. Like, I feel like everyone's baseline for oh, it's an okay day has like lowered, mm. <laughs> and so we're trying to recalibrate like what is our good day, and it's just it's not good enough. Like, I feel like I know. It's hard. It's been hard. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like really trying to figure out things to feel joy, right? And so, um, well, why don't you tell me about your delight? Because I think um, mm-hmm. there's lots of different ways to seek delight. And, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested to hear what uh, you came up with this week. Um, so one of the things that I struggle with, um, in this time, um, in our efforts to continually educate ourselves, to, um, reevaluate our own prejudices and biases that we might be unaware of, um, sometimes it feels like there's no end, Mm -hmm. and especially when, um, as I'm trying to process what happened in Atlanta and what's going on with the George Floyd, um, Derek Chauvin trials. And like when, when on top of that, Dante Wright and Adam Toledo and the Indianapolis shooting happens, it's so easy to feel um, like I should just stop caring so much. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the solution is I should just not read the news so much because that is what some of my friends have decided to do they have decided it's just too much they're gonna turn down like their news intake because yeah what are they gonna do about it yeah I under like I understand where they're coming from and it feels like that sounds so appealing yeah (laughs) but that's also a version of um giving up um on the possibility of change, which is what the current power structures all want from us. Don't try to change anything. Um, It's fine. The problem's too big. The ship is too big to turn around. Just give it up. And so it takes a lot for me to stay in that place of, I choose to keep engaging. I choose Mm -hmm. to keep learning. I choose to enter into discomfort because Mm -hmm. like, Sometimes, like, that's what makes you feel like you're crazy, like you're choosing this. 
yeah but then I have right? to tell myself I'm not choosing this comfort per se I am choosing to wake up and believe in a different future uh, like, I have so to re- yeah I have to reframe it and so the thing that brought me delight this week is um I learned I came across um uh a little blurb about the pianist Leon Flesher, mm. who is an American pianist um, that was discovered as a child prodigy. And the thing that really gripped me about his story is, so he got discovered when he was like a very little, like four or five years old. Mm. He was like sent to Italy to train with only the best. Wow. And, um, then he finally debuted, 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 in Carnegie Hall at 16 mm-hmm. and had this soaring career where everyone like recognized his talent and um, I think I just read that it was in his 30s when he lost the ability to use the last three like his middle fourth and fifth Ugh. his right hand and um, and the thing that was crazy is um, he regained the ability to use his right hand at 59. So like almost years, he didn't play with two hands and he basically stopped being a pianist. But um, like two things stood out in his story. Mm -hmm. Um, One is that it's not over till it's over. Like, yeah, I love that. Yeah, he could have just decided, well, that's it. That's like it for my career as a pianist but he kept on seeking treatment and he um, got surgeries he got um, different like massage techniques and finally Botox and a combination of those eventually led him to regain um, his fingers uh, finger control where he said um, the dystonia like his lack of muscle control is not like it didn't go away fully he still had to fight the urge for his fingers to like curl inwards, but he could play again. Um, wow. Um, so like besides um, it's not over till it's over, I think um, that's a part of that story that really stays with me is in an interview, he said, if I could have changed anything, I wouldn't. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, wait, like, he, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he is saying, if I could have had just full use of my two hands my entire career, I wouldn't choose that. Wow. And he said, um, because all of the, he said, when there's lows in life, there's an opportunity for you to experience the highs, like the learning, like the mountaintop moment that goes with that. And he found those. Mm. So he doesn't want to let go of those for the sake of having two hands his whole career. Like he was saying, so when he lost the use of his right hand, he picked up teaching. And he said, yeah. I was a better teacher because I couldn't like just shove the students over and he'd be like, here, I'll show you how to do it better. He had to explain what wow, he was yeah. 
And so like he was a great teacher because of his disability and he learned to conduct. And so that was a different avenue into music because the thing that he loved the most was music itself. And God, that's like, so beautiful. And the third thing that he said that really stood out to me was he said, um, like I saw this class that he gave and he said, um, people have probably told you, he was like speaking to musicians, like um, music students in a university. He said, people have probably told you that the thing that's special about you is technique and your feelings. That you need to, whatever is inside all of your feelings, that that is a special thing and you need to figure out how to express that. And he mm. said, but that's wrong. Mm. He said, what matters is for you to look at the music. Ask yourself, what is the music trying to say? And how can I support that and make that music come to life? So it's like a complete decentering of like, yeah. I'm a artist with special skills. I'm going to show you how good I am with my fast fingers. Yeah. And it centers music itself. And I had never heard a musician say that because I feel like mm -hmm. that kind of tied in with the anti-racist conversations we've been having where a lot of Absolutely. the Black women um, have been saying, stop centering yourself in this conversation. Absolutely. Like, ask yourself, what does this movement need? Mm -hmm. And figure out how you can serve it. And I, like that I love because sometimes mm -hmm. when I go into the pit of, oh, this is so hard. Oh, how do you end this? Yet again, another mm -hmm. horrible tragedy. Mm -hmm. And then the part that gets me is I then go, well, what can I do? Oh, there's nothing I can do. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just a mom in the Netherlands. What am I supposed to do? Oh, I guess I could do this. Oh, that feels so small. And then that's where I get stuck and I start to feel kind of like hopeless mm -hmm. about myself and also the whole cause. Mm -hmm. But then I realize all I'm doing there is trying to make me the center of that problem solving like situation instead of asking myself there's a whole movement that's happening not only in the states but globally where everyone's yeah. awakening so Absolutely. where i am in this moment how can i support that and that just seems like such a gentle invitation to engage into work that is already going on it's not up to me uh, to like drum so up some momentum to try to make things happen, make a little protest here. Like if that is what the like the like the movement needs, then yes, I can do that. But then it just becomes about me again, you know, like mm -hmm. what can I do? And mm -hmm. I feel like that kind of shift in thinking um, made me feel really free. Ugh. And I feel like him especially saying that what's special isn't your feelings. What's special is how you can be in relationship with this other like transformational like like cause like music, love, peace, like these are all concepts that like 
it's like beyond us, right? And he's saying all those things are there. So mm-hmm. if you're able to only pay attention and listen, you can join in. Mm-hmm. Like it actually invites creativity. Yeah. So that it's not yeah. about feelings. It's he's not. Saying, like, yeah. And so then that also ties in with like another conversation we've had this week, like separately to this mm-hmm. podcast where we were talking about how traumatic it is mm-hmm. to re-experience um, um, like the death of so many people through violence, like yeah. throughout the week. Um, and that trauma, like the triggering of that trauma, like um, drums up a lot of emotions in us. Yeah. And um and I feel like what Liam Flesher would say is let use those feelings generatively like let them flow through you so that you can see more clearly like how you can then come as a full human being into this cause and that is Mm -hmm. That is the thing I wanted to say today. I love it. Honestly, um, that that's really beautiful. And thank you for sharing that. Um, it's it, it truly is like so often when we're thinking about, um, and we've talked about this before too, but it, it's like when we think about everything that's going on, you hear about another um, life that's been taken. Um, and you go, well, what do I do? How do I help? What am I supposed to do? Tell me, somebody tell me, tell me what I can do to get out of yeah. this discomfort. Yeah. And and then to just go and do the thing that's on the list. Donate yeah. to the thing. Okay, yeah. I feel better now. I feel better now. And yeah. it's like asking the self, like, is it, am I doing that because that's what the cause needs? Or am I doing it as a checklist to make myself feel better? because it's a totally different thing and I think that when you you're talking about it it it's not to say that we don't donate because we do we can donate it's it's not to say that we don't you know think about those local stores you know and 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 do those things but it's outside of that like how am I how does what is the movement calling on for us to contribute to in a way that isn't centering the self of this comfort to make ourselves feel more comfortable again and it's um and it's it's, it's huge difference. it really does when it's actually looking at this going all right just outside of my discomfort outside of me what is needed here mm-hmm. and it's it's just mm-hmm. it really is like it's mm-hmm. changing within the self as well to recognize to be able to hear that that um, perspective um, yeah. It's and that is and it's really good. Yeah. It's tied to um if you center yourself, you're being performative. Absolutely. I think maybe that's also like a good indicator for am I doing this as a performative allyship? Mm-hmm. And I am if I am trying to just make myself the center of it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh yeah that was really really great thank you for sharing that um so it's just so nice to hear uh delight as well in the form of like learning um 
like just being inspired mm-hmm. being inspired by inspiring people like just uh, or like sharing that inspiration as well mm-hmm. like I that that's just delightful thank you for that Ugh. It was so nice <laughs> to hear your voice again. Ditto. Yes. yes. Thank you. And uh, I hope that tonight or tomorrow you will have another opportunity to find music to dance to. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And yeah, I just, um, I know I look forward to chatting with you again next week. Hey everyone, thanks so much for listening to our podcast, uh, Call to Delight. We are going to be doing this podcast once a week and posting each Saturday. And we just hope that you enjoy and take a listen. And so we'll see you again next week. Thanks so much. I love you so much. If you I need a hug.